Welcome to episode 342 of the show. For those of you who listened to yesterday's recording, you'll be glad to know that I was able to buy fuel eventually and it only took me about 5 hours. So, so far, the record seems to be decreasing because the last time I bought in under 3 hours and now I just bought, I bought in just under 5 hours. So hopefully, the next time isn't going to be worse. You're not going to hear that I spent 7 hours or 6 hours on the queue. Anyway... So, what does yesterday's um, recording have to do with today's episode? It's slightly similar, because yesterday we spoke about uh, Toastmasters and whether uh, being involved with Toastmasters is going to be any helpful in improving your business communication skills and your persuasion and selling skills. And today, we're going to take a topic that is a spillover from that idea, because it's something that uh, got me triggered while I was actually at a Toastmaster session. And that's the idea of whether intonation and accents can be a problem in sales, marketing, and other forms of business communication. Now, you remember in the recording yesterday, I think, I hope I said anyway, that Toastmasters is concerned about public speaking and how you can be um, effective um, alluring, charismatic, stuff like that. So for the purposes of Toastmasters, it actually is a problem if your intonation is off or if you have the wrong kind of accent or, if you, you know, other regional, uh, what will I say, peculiarities. So from the perspective of being a Toastmaster or if you want to be a wonderful orator like uh, Barack Obama or Bill Clinton, sometimes it can be a problem if you have the wrong intonation or you have the wrong accent. But can that be a problem in sales and selling? And this is something that I like to talk about because these are some of the uh, foibles that people have when they consider putting themselves out there to promote their businesses. I don't want to be on video because I have an age factor. I sound like I'm from Ibadan. I don't want to be, um, I don't like selling because I have that uh, P and F factor. So I sound like a malo whenever I'm talking to people. Um, I have the R problem. Uh, I sound like a Tiff person or like a, like an Igbo person, so I prefer to have a sales team instead. Uh, someone who is much more polished, who has the right look, who has the right uh, sound. So these are all the things that bother us when we're heading into the sales process. And so I'd like us to consider all these questions about whether it is a problem if you're heading into the sales meeting or you're trying to make your podcast or you're trying to make your Facebook or Instagram video or whatever it is that you're trying to use to promote your business. And I want to know, I'd like us to explore the question of whether that is okay that you sound like you're from Ibadan or that you sound like you're from Sokoto or you sound like you're from Shangivya. Is your accent and is your intonation and all those other regional stuff, are those a problem? Like I said, these were some thoughts that were explored during a Toastmasters meeting that I attended in, uh, I think it was 2020? Yeah, more like 2020. So this is 2022. So yeah, this was um, 2020. And um, uh, yeah, so all these affectations in your speech, you know, yes, they might betray your social standing, you know, whether you're upper class, middle class or whatever. They might betray your ethnicity, Hausa, Igbo, Yoruba, Tiv, Ngas. Um, what else? You know, we have over 450, or is that 350 tribes over here in Nigeria? Anyway, so they betray uh, your social standing, 
uh, your economic, uh, sorry, your ethnicity, your economic class, um, how sophisticated you are, you know, are you a gendered guy or girl um, or not, your economic status, and all these other things. So yes, accents and intonation, they betray a lot. They say um, a lot. But the major problem that we have when we're selling, for most of us anyway, is not about how local or gendered you sound. Now, uh, there's a qualification here because for some lifestyle businesses or for some, uh, what will I say, aspirational stuff, I'm sure it might be a problem. So maybe if you work in a high-end uh, clothing retailer, it might not help if you come in sounding like your teeth or if you're sounding ebotic. So I guess in those situations, yes, your accent and your intonation is going to be um, a problem. Or if you sell, um, if you sell uh, upscale, high-end racing automobiles, then perhaps you don't want to come in sounding like you're from Ibadan. So yes, there are some situations where your accent and your intonation is going to be a problem. But for most of us, that is not going to be the case. Oh, by the way, apologies. Any noise you hear in the background, that's because... I'm making the recording. Today's a Saturday. Uh, it's the kids. So I'm trying to hide and to record. But they always keep uh, jumping in. So that's the noise you hear in the background, the door opening and closing. You know, I've given up trying to threaten them that if they disrupt my recording, I'm going to give them a knock on the head. So, um, yeah, so that's it. And just in case you hear any more of that noise in the background. So where was I? Okay, yes. So for most of us, whether you sound local or janded is not the problem, but there are some of you, yes, you have to go and fix your accent. You know, if you're involved in certain kinds of uh, industries, the more um, aspirational, um, upscale um, ones. So the key problems for, uh, for most of us, the key problem is going to be that our message isn't relevant to the audience. All right. Okay, so let me repeat that in case you didn't get it. So, for some people, the accent is going to be a problem. And if you're involved in any of those kinds of industries that I mentioned, then you either get out or you fix your accent. And I'm sure that your employer, if you're involved in one of those kinds of industries, is going to have a coach to help you out with that sort of thing. So, if you work for um, a five-star hotel, I'm sure it's going to be part of your training. They're going to bring you a speech coach, an elocution coach, an etiquette coach, a dressing coach, a stylist, and all those sorts of things. So they're going to hook you up pretty well. So that if you're going to be the public relations manager of a five-star hotel, or if you're going to be on the sales team of a five-star hotel, they're going to make sure that you look and sound the part. But for the rest of us, wedding photographers, uh, wedding planners, uh, business consultants, um, what else, carpenters, architects, gardeners, uh, whatever it is that you do, um, you run a fishery or you sell eggs. The problem isn't your accent, whether you're local or gendered or how sophisticated that you sound. The main problem is that um, you, your message is not relevant to your intended, um, to the potential customer. So what we should be worried about really is not about how we sound, but how relevant the message is. So it would be nice if... Uh, I didn't have so many ums and ahs on this podcast, or if my accent didn't betray that um, I'm a Nigerian guy of a certain age, of a certain generation, because the younger uh, crowd sounds more, uh, they sound more American, they sound more um, cosmopolitan, uh, what else? So it would be nice if my accent didn't betray some of these things. But so long as the message is relevant, you guys are going to keep coming back to listen. And that's the reason why you guys have been listening for uh, the three years 
and the 340 something episodes that we've had so far so it has not it has been in spite of whatever uh, flaws or inadequacies are betrayed by my intonation or by my accent okay so if you sound california chic uh, i'm assuming that's what the kardashians sound like so if you have that sound uh, you know but your message is all over the place and it's irrelevant then the best thing that will happen is that people will enjoy listening to you for a while but then you're not going to move the uh you're not going to move the deal forward and you know how nigerian guys can be if you have that look and you have that sound maybe one or two guys might want to get your phone number but it's not because they're hoping to close the sale later on it's because um you know they want your number for personal reasons so uh, don't worry about the accent don't worry about how you sound just focus on whether your message is relevant or not so um, another problem that a lot of us face uh, apart from being uh, the messaging not being relevant is that sometimes we have um, a lack of an organized thought process or we don't have a framework to guide our conversations so um, these are the much more substantive things that hinder the sales process not your accent but because your messages isn't isn't probably targeted, you're speaking to the wrong person, and then you don't even have a framework for how to guide the conversation. So if you sound like you're from Ibadan, or if you sound um, Ibotic, but you have a well-thought-out, structured process, they might end up working with you as the wedding planner because you seem like the more credible professional. And in fact, there's a wedding, um, there's a wedding planner here in Abuja, that people take shots behind her back, like, oh, she's so egotic, she's so egotic, you know, how come her business is blowing up? And that's precisely the reason why. So yes, she's egotic, and yes, she has an accent, and yes, she sounds like she uh, left the village in Anambra just last week, but she's clearly the more credible and competent professional, and that's why her business um, is soaring. So people don't run to her because she has an Igbo accent, they run to her in spite of the fact that she has an Igbo accent. And that's the reason why she sounds Ibotic, but she's running around planning all these high-class weddings. So her accent is not uh, the problem. She has a well-thought-out marketing process, a well-thought-out sales process. And when she speaks to um, clients, obviously, when she puts out one-on-one uh, -on -one messaging or messaging over the social media, it's relevant to what people want uh, to hear. So if you don't have a clear framework or an agenda your message is going to be all over the place and it doesn't inspire it doesn't inspire confidence at all so if you sound like a passenger or you sound like a passenger's uncle you know that's that's not a problem if you want to change your accent or adopt an accent that's fine there are lots of us in this space um who do that uh, particularly the um, newer generation or people who are trying to appeal to the newer generation in America. They do their best to uh, have an American um, lilt to their accent, even though classically what we learn in Nigerian schools is more of a uh, British um, sort of thing, Queen's English, as they used to say back in the day when I, was a, when I was a little kid. So if you want to change your accent, then, yeah, that's fine. I mean, you can do whatever it is you want, but just realize that you probably have bigger problems than whether you sound like you're from Ibadan or not. So even if you're going to fix your accent, go ahead and do that. Fix your accent, fix your intonation, work on your elocution, work on your styling if you must. 
but make sure that you first have an organized thought process around your daily communications. How do I send my emails? How do I start a phone conversation? How do I um, guide the agenda when we're in an in-person meeting? Worry about all those substantial issues first before you start working on the um, accent. Also, because when you have uh, worked on all those issues, then you'll be able to hold the accent convincingly. Because if you're trying to form the accent, as we like to say, if you're trying to form the accent and you're trying to put on airs, but underneath your thought process is all scattered, you'll find yourself slipping. So you start off American and then eventually you're sounding UK and then some of that emotic thing is going to shine through and you're going to confuse the person and it'll be obvious that you're being pretentious. But if you've taken care of the other stuff, then you can just flow and continue your act and it's not going to be a problem. So be sure that your message is um, relevant and sure that you have a well thought out process and framework around the other aspects of your communication. And that is going to yield better and longer lasting results. So, um, yeah, that's it pretty much. So even if you sound like Mary Amaka, it really is not that much of a big deal to your business. Like I said, for most of us. On the other hand, if you do work in the sales department for one of these newer five-star uh, five-star hotels in Abuja or in Lagos, then yes, they are, your employer is going to do their best to bring you up to speed to make sure you look the part, to make sure that you sound the part. But the rest of us don't have that problem because we are probably not selling something that is too um, aspirational, let me put it that way. So it doesn't matter what it is that we sound like. So let's pay attention to the fundamentals and everything should be okay. So thank you very much for listening to episode 342. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.